Welcome back to Wisdom Wednesday. Where true wisdom, true wisdom is applying God's word to your life. True wisdom. True wisdom is applying God's word to your life. During my general uh, reading this week, I, I came across three words that really resonated with me, and the, and the Holy Spirit really started to work with me on these three words. The three words are flexibility, grace, and gratitude. Flexibility, grace, and gratitude. Flexibility was, was was the one that really really stood out at me, and the Holy Spirit began to work uh, uh, with me, giving me revelation on how this word pertained to the body of Christ. Flexibility. So, before the definition of flexibility, and I want you to hear it, the definition of flexibility is the quality of bending easily without breaking. The quality of bending easy without breaking. Now, I'm gonna ask you, how can we pertain flexibility to the body of Christ? How can we do it? How can we pertain flexibility with the body of Christ? And the definition, once again, is the quality of being bending easily without breaking. First, we have to understand the, the, the foundation of what the what the actual what it actually means to be flexible. To be flexible, let's use the human body because we are the body of Christ, and we're gonna uh, uh, put that just uh, uh, next to the human body. To be flexible. You have to be able to stretch. To be flexible, you have to be able to stretch. Just like in the, in, in the body of Christ, we have to be able to stretch without breaking. We have to be able to stretch without breaking. God is trying to stretch us but he doesn't want to break us. He wants to stretch us, but doesn't want to break us. Now, in the body of Christ, we are all members with diverse gifts, but with flexibility. If my shoulder doesn't have complete range of motion because it lacks flexibility, it's not going to be able to do all the things that it's supposed to do. My range of motion is stagnating. The same with my, my hips. For me to walk, if my hips are not able to stretch, I don't have the range of motion in order to move the way I should. Just like the, I hope you hear me out there, just like the body of Christ, every part of the body has to have flexibility so they'll be able to move in their range of motion. 
in their range of motion. Every, every part, every limb of our body has a range of motion, different range of motion, but it has a range of motion. But if we don't function and be able to move and be flexible in that range of motion, we're not functioning to our, our full uh, uh, capability. Range of motion. Range of motion. My hands can't do what my feet can do. My, my shoulders can't do what my knees can do. My, my, my hips can't do what my neck can do. Everybody has a specific range of motion. But the thing that, that hinders us at the in the body of Christ, the body is limited flexibility. Limited flexibility. So why is our, why do we have limited flexibility? And what happens when we have limited flexibility? Well, when we have limited flexibility, our body becomes rigid. Our body loses its range of motion. Our body is not able to function as it should. When you go to the doctor, even though you may be older, you might not be able to do the things that you were able to do uh, when you were younger, but the doctor always tells you to stay flexible, stretch, so you can have the range of motion that your body needs in order to do activities. The same with the body of Christ. We must have our range of motion so we can do what we're supposed to do in the body of Christ. Everybody has a different range of motion. But the objective is to get full flexibility. Now the other thing why we don't have flexibility, we, we talked about because we are rigid. Why are we are rigid? Because sometimes it's uncomfortable to stretch. Sometimes it's uncomfortable to stretch. In my years of a physical education teacher, what I, I, I taught the children was when you get ready to stretch, don't fall that you have to move into it and breathe into it. You have to breathe into it. You have to let go. I cannot be rigid and I can't be rigid and want flexibility. It's impossible for me to be rigid and hold myself tight and still be flexible. What are we holding on to that's not enabling us to be able to be flexible? What are we holding on to? What are we holding on to? If we're able to relax and breathe, that we'll be able to fall into the stretch, not all at once, but just enough. And as we go deeper and deeper into the stretch, we see that our range of motion is beginning to enlarge. But if we, if we hold ourselves tight, if we hold ourselves rigid, I don't know what you're holding on to that's preventing you from stretch. I don't know what it is, but I tell you this evening to let it go. I tell you this evening to let it go. First Peter 5 and 7 says, I will cast all my anxieties and my worries upon him, which is the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, because I know he cares for me. So the word is telling you to cast all your worries, all your anxieties,
anxieties upon Jesus Christ. Cast all your infirmities upon him because it's holding you back from being flexible. It's holding you back from having the range of motion you should have. Here, here. Flexibility. Flexibility. We have to understand that we want in the body of Christ, we have to always be flexible. We have to always have our, our range of motion and be able to move. What's the body if, if the body can't move like it should move? What's the body if it can't do its range of motion, if it can't, if it can't bend and it can't twist and it, it has problems walking and it has problems moving? What is the body of Christ if you can't move? The body of Christ is all about moving. It's all about movement in the full range of motion the way God intended it to be. A living organism that's constantly in movement. We have to understand that flexibility is the key of life. Flexibility and also adaptability is the key of life. Even though things have been shifted upon us. That doesn't mean that we should become rigid, but we should become flexible and adaptable. We should be able to adapt in the body of Christ because the Lord has given us a word to be able to shift when it's time to shift, to be able to move when it's time to move, to be able to adjust when it's time to adjust able to pivot when it's time to pivot. Sometimes it's not meant for us to move forward, but it's meant for us to pivot. Every time it's not meant for us to move backwards or move from the side, but sometimes it's meant for us to pivot. When you pivot, you stand in one place, but you're able to do 360 degrees around. So the reason for the 360 degrees around is because I'm not moving, but I'm pivoting around so I can see everything that's going around me. Oh, God, that's a, that's a revelation for somebody. The Lord is not moving me. I'm standing still, but I'm still being able to pivot to where I can move 360 degrees around to see what's going on around me. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Flexibility. I tell you this, even with our thinking, even with our mindset, we have to become flexible. We have to become flexible. 1 Corinthians 2 and 16 tells us we have the mind of Christ, which means that we are guided by his thoughts and his purposes. If we truly have a renewed mind, we are guided by Jesus' thoughts and his purposes. It's not our thoughts, it's his thoughts because he knows what's best for us. He knows what's best for us. A while back, we, we referred to as the Holy Spirit being our personal GPS. But I would say right now that the difference is that when you're on a GPS system, they let you know two miles ahead when it's time to get off and when it's time to make a turn. 
it lets you know ahead of time <laughs> before you get off, have to get off or make a turn or make a detour. But see, when you're listening to the Holy Spirit, sometimes you're going straight and the Holy Spirit tells you, make a quick right. You can't be up there wondering and, and going back and forth with the Holy Spirit. You're going to miss your turn. This is why our minds have to be steadily adapted to what the Holy Spirit says. The Bible says the Holy Spirit is like the wind. It goes to and fro as it wills. If the Holy Spirit is directing me one way, he could tell me to take a quick right or quick, take a quick left this way. I have to tell you this. The destination will not change, but the route will. The destination will not change, but sometimes the route will. That's why we have to have our mind open to the Spirit of God and have discernment and be able to listen to the Holy Spirit because sometimes the Holy Spirit warns us and gives us a detour out of a particular situation, but if we're not hearing as we should, we'll fall right into the trap. So our minds have to be almost like a flower in bloom. Our minds have to be open and understanding. They said, the, 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 uh, the doctors say, uh, uh, to prevent your mind from losing uh, uh, neurons is that you have to be able to do things like brain teasers and read. You have to constantly do things to keep your mind strong. And you keep your mind strong by reading the word of God. You keep your mind strong by, by, by you destroying your mind when you think about negative conditions. You destroy your mind when you think about negative conditions. You got to think about your mind is the control center of your body. So therefore, if I'm constantly having negative thoughts, and I'm constantly suffering with fear, I'm constantly suffering with depression, I'm constantly worrying about this, what is this doing to my body? What is this doing to my body? To all to say, people of God, we have to be flexible. Flexibility. Flexibility. Now the second one is grace. We all know what grace is, an unmerited favor that we have gotten by our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ for dying on the cross for us. But let's go a little bit deeper with grace. I'm going to read this to you. Grace is God's divine, divine unmerited enablements. It is God's free abilities, gifts and talents, etc., being demonstrated through a human vessel in spite of sin and human frailties. I'm going to say that again. I'm going to say that again. It is God's free abilities. You didn't have to do anything to get it. God's free abilities, gifts, and talents, etc., being demonstrated through a human vessel in spite of sin and human frailties. So, I know you're asking a question. I know your mind. So you mean to tell me if God gave me a gift and, and I sinned, I still have the gift? Yes, you do. Because the gifts of calling of God are irrevocable. They are, are without repentance, which means that 
that you still have to give. If God, let me tell you something. If God invested in you, a part of his nature, no matter what you're doing, God is going to get the glory. God is going to get the glory. If God has invested a gift in you, a part of his nature in you, whatever you're doing, God is going to get the glory. And then if you're doing something that's out of accordance with God's will, I suggest you line up with the will of God. Because God will get his glory. God will get his glory if he's invested in you and put a part of his nature in you. How much would we feel? How would we feel if we invested our, our limited capabilities? How would we feel if we invested in something and we don't see the return of our investment? How would we feel? <laughs> and we're mere mortals. So how do you think God feels when he invested and put his nature in something and he's waiting on his return? It also says, it is having God's unearned supernatural abilities to perform and execute whatever he has willed to the individual saint. Whatever he has willed to the individual saint. There's nothing that you did. The gift that God has given you, the ability God has given you, is nothing that you have done to get. God has chosen you. Sometimes it's, it's hard for us to understand and hard for us to believe. But God, you, you chose me. I'm sinful. I'm this. I, I'm that. I'm not this and I'm not that. But God says, all you have to be is a willing vessel. I'm going to straighten you out. I'm going to straighten you out. All you have to do is trust me. All you have to do is believe in me. All you have to do is love upon me. And I'm going to straighten you out. we got to remember all of us are on the potter's wheel, constantly molded by the hand of God. We'll never, look, I don't never want to be to a point to where I'm hard. I've always wanted to be to a point to where God, I'm in a position to where God can constantly mold me. I'm still moist and wet with the word of God. I'm not so hard that I can't receive nothing. I'm not so hard that nothing could come out of me. I'm still malleable. I'm still be able to be smoothed out by the, the, by the master's hands. We have to remember we are all on the potter's wheel, constantly being molded and shaped by the hand of God. Lastly, we have gratitude. That's, that's, it's not a difficult one, but it's something that we neglect. Gratitude, especially in these times. We're so busy complaining that we fail to say thank you. We're so busy looking at the things that's going on in the outside world and forget to say thank you. We're so caught up with other things, family issues, we forgot to say Faith, gratitude, gratitude is to say thank you. When you wake up in the morning, before anything you, you, you do, you should be waking up and saying thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for another day. Thank you, Lord, for my family. Thank you, Lord, for my children. Thank you, Lord, for the provision that you made for us. Thank you, Lord. I still have breath in my body. Uh, still have breath in my body. 
let me say something to you. This is the, the slogan that's going on now with the unfortunate mishap that happened to George Floyd. He said, the slogan is, I can't breathe. The slogan is, I can't breathe. That's what the slogan is. But I want to tell you about it, Christ. The word of the Lord gives me life and breath. The word of the law gives me life and breath. Because when I read the word, it gives me life. And life more abundant. And it gives me breath when I speak the word. I'm not going to say I can't breathe because that means that the word of God is not coming out of my mouth. The word of the law gives me life and breath. If I'm able to speak into a thing and see manifestation because of the, the will of God and the will of the Holy Spirit, I'm speaking life. Life and death is in the power of the tongue. And the Lord gave you breath. And if you don't know that when you speak, you are breathing. As long as I speak the word of the God, of, of, of my most, most high God, my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, I will have breath. Life and breath. The word, I want you to hear that. The word of the Lord gives me life and breath. Let's go to Philippians 4 and 6. Philippians 4 and 6. We're going to start at verse 6. It says, be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication. With thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. Be anxious for nothing, people of God. But in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. We go out to verse 7. It says, And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ. Verse 8, it says, Finally, brethren, whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, Whatever things are good report, if there is any virtue, if there is any praiseworthy, meditate on these things. Body of Christ, this message might have not been for everyone, but those that it's for, I want you to understand and I want you to remember these three words. Flexibility, grace, and gratitude. Flexibility, grace, and gratitude. Let us pray. Gracious and eternal Father, we say thank you. Thank you, Father God, for your word going forth, Father God. I'm asking you to touch everybody that's watching right now in the name of Jesus. 
Father God, let them be flexible in your word. Father God, don't let them be rigid. Father God, give them dexterity of the body and mind. Father God, in the name of Jesus, Father God. Let them have a full range of motion in your word and your will, Father God. Father God, loose them from any bondage or hindrance in the name of Jesus. Father God, set them free, Father, because you say the sun sets you free, you free indeed. Father, I remove every shackle off of every mind. I, I remove every shackle off of, off of everybody that's watching right now in the name of Jesus, Father. Every hindrance, every roadblock in the name of Jesus. We rebuke it right now in the name of Jesus. And Father, we give you all the glory. We give you all the honor. In Christ Jesus' name, amen.